0: Ah, uh, today you're wondering, Curtis, why are you all in black? No, no, well almost. I oh, we got the red beret. I'm not taking this off. I don't have that much hair. But I am wearing all black because I'm at war with the Roman Catholic Church. That's right. I was born a Catholic. I'm an A.M.P. Catholic. Ashes on Wednesday, proms on Sunday, then you don't see me for a month of Sundays. And I am taking my red sateen jacket. Red, the symbol of the cardinals of the Roman Catholic Church, all of them, right? And I am casting it aside. Toro, 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 Toro to Cardinal Dolan. Toro, 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 like I'm a matador. And let me be the only one ready to take on the Roman Catholic Church. Do you know this morning, 7 a.m., the busload of illegals came in again to the Port Authority. It was not Eric Adams, the swagger man with no plan. It was not Kathy Crime Hokum, Hokum because she's full of nonsense, to meet and greet them and process them without asking for ID, I might add, into what it is to be an American, where everything is free. At least this is what they've told them. No, who shows up? Cardinal Dolan. And as they get off the bus, most... Our illegals from Mexico and Central America were just yesterday, as it was here for Observing Catholics. It was the day of the Assumption. This is the day where the Blessed Mother Mary, who died on that day, ascended into heaven. And so he called upon the images of the Lady of Guadalupe that is very special to Central Americans and Mexicans. In fact, their Lady of Guadalupe has brown skin. The lady of Chester Doylestown, Pennsylvania, of Poles, has black skin. And actually, the Blessed Virgin Mother Mary has white skin. Doesn't matter. He showed up and he mentioned the lady of Guadalupe and said, give me your tire, give me your poor, we welcome you to America. Now, by the way, nobody is asking them for identification all along the way. Nobody is testing them for various ailments that they may be bringing into the country. For instance, forget about monkeypox, forget about COVID-19 and the many variants, forget about polio. The thing that people have in third world countries is malaria, TB. I had TB. I spent time in Mexico in Colonia Juarez, Colonia Libertad. I had latent TB. That's where I got it. And you see, it's so easily... Transported across the borders, and you're not even testing them. Hey, I noticed some of these guys getting off getting off the Greyhound bus, man. They're throwing signs, MS 13. They got tats up and down their neck like they're a giraffe. Hey, how come we're not asking Iceland Migre, Immigration and Naturalization Service, to vet them out? They're gangbangers. Nothing. Cardinal Dolan said, Padre, Filio Spiritus Sanctum, we welcome you. The back story is, is that Catholic Charities, which is getting millions of dollars from the federal government in Washington, D.C., to take care of the illegals going there from Texas, has run out of space. So now they're sending them here. And it's going to be millions of dollars that is going to go into the pockets of Catholic Charities. In fact, They're going to be spending uh, their nights at the Milford Plaza. That's right. Remember? Uh, The lullaby on Broadway. Yes, 1,300 rooms at us to suck a taxpayer's expense. And it'll probably be Catholic charities that'll be monitoring it. By the way, the real reason for all of this, go to a Sunday service, right? The English-speaking mass. You can take a bowling ball, roll it through the pews. There's nobody there. Go to the Spanish-speaking Mass, and it's packed to the rafters. It's the only way the Catholic Church stays in business here in North America, and that includes Canada. They need more illegals who are from Central America, Mexico, and Dominican Republic, or they'll be out of business. So it's all about the money. Follow the money, including to the Cardinal and the Archdiocese. By the way, Did he take any of the illegals to the rectory of St. Patrick's Cathedral on Fifth Avenue? Not. Well, well, well. We're all supposed to be for toots. Madonna is 64 today. You think it's going to be celebratory for me? Hell no. This woman used to be in the Lower East Side when she came from outside of Detroit to find her fame and fortune, and she was chasing every young Puerto Rican guy in town around. And then all of a sudden she had hits, there's no doubt about it. She was talented. But now that was a long time ago. So she's trying so desperately to stay relevant, so desperately. Remember she had the silicone implanted in her butt? She would look like Bertha Butt there. You could have served a six-course meal on her backside, and yet her backside used to be flat. You say, how the hell did she grow a backside like that? Anything to remain relevant. She had so much collagen injected into her that if she has one more needle, her face is going to pop and explode. And her lips, she had thin lips. Now she has coho lips. Anything to stay relevant. So if you need debauchery decadence, if you need something that's on the other side of sanity, and you just got to go to Madonna. And by the way, as uh, A-Royd made nice to Derek Jeter, we're going to talk about that later. I hate the both of them. Remember he was one of her boy toys for a while, A-Royd? Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, we have the big P word for her. When we talk about Madonna in the neighborhoods, she is a she is a double shanda, she will do anything. Maybe we could convince her that the ultimate way to get the attention that she so desperately seeks is to put herself on the stake and say, I am the modern day Joan of Arc. Because now they're going to have a non-binary actor or actress, they, them, whatever, play Joan of Arc, full female. How about it, Madonna? They're waiting for you at Shakespearean Festival in England. You can get on that stage. Well, they start to burn you. And you can sing, Papa Don't Preach. Papa Don't Preach. Papa Don't Preach. ha. <laughs> An unhappy birthday to you, Madonna. An unhappy birthday to you. Poor, poor Rosita. She is a Latino. Oh, wait a second. AOC, all out crazy. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, leader of the Democratic Socialists of America, the Justice Warriors, would say that Rosita is a Latinx. Latinx. Nobody uses that phrase. But Rosita, what did you do? You did nothing. You were in Sesame Street play. Somebody was playing you with your costume on. We don't even know who that person is. As a result of the fact that that person, not you, Rosita, but that person playing your character would not hug young African-American children. You and your character has been besmirched. You've been blasphemed. You've been exiled. Let me count the ways. First off, there was video representation of you in Sesame Street Park right outside of Philadelphia, refusing to embrace young African-American children who adored you. But it was the person inside of you. And now you're banned from the park. They have the Rosita Cucharita, I don't know, restaurant they've closed that. Every painting of you that was throughout the Sesame Street Park outside of Philadelphia has been ripped down. Every vestige, every thought, every any memory of you has been destroyed, obliterated. And a parade of lawyers have come there to sue Sesame Street as a result of what the person inside of you did, not even you. So we see uh, Slim Shady Sharpton's there. Uh, Jesse Jackson is there. Uh, Attorney Crump is there. Other attorneys have lined up. They want $25 million from Sesame Street for these kids who have been traumatized for life. In fact, they're going to make the argument, Rosita, not you, but the person that was inside of you, that as a result of that person's actions, in the future, they will be impotent, incontinent. They will have been traumatized. They, in fact, will be social outcasts. And it's worth $25 million to them, right? The ambulance chases. <laughs> we know that's not true. Rosita, Rosita, where is the Latin American co- community? Where are the Latinos and Latinas and, that's right, AOC, Latin exes. so outraged that you are basically having to bear this scarlet letter, not the person who was inside of you. We don't know if that was a black person, white person, Hispanic person, Asian person. We don't know if it was a non-binary person. We don't know if it was an asexual person. We don't know if it was one of 72 different descriptions of one's gender or sexuality. All we know is that they pimped your rival, Sita. The only thing you got going for you is that you're still in the lineup of Sesame Street on HBO Max. Thank God. But, Rosita, I must admit, all those years I had to sit next to my sons, Anthony, Carter, Hunter, and watch Sesame Street over and over again. I wanted wanted to take two six-shooters and blow my brains out. But count me in, Rosita. If I'm the last man standing, I'm for you. Not the person who was inside of you doing this. You. Where are the Latinos and Latinas? Ah, why have they abandoned Rosita? You know, I'm a tried and true Yankee fan, cut my veins in arteries, and I bleed Yankee pinstripes. But less and less and less. You know, it goes back to 2017. When Randy Levine, the president, former deputy mayor of Mike chief Rudy Giuliani, all of a sudden, no more Kate Smith. Seventh inning stretch. God bless America. She's a racist. Gone. Who's complaining? Nobody. He did that and never explained it. That was the choice of George Steinbrenner Sr. Even after death. Strike one. Strike two. As you know, you've heard me complain. Oh, Stanton, oh, I got an oblique. Uh, oh, Aaron Judge, another oblique. We're not going to compete in a home run hitting contest. I actually had to praise Alonso of the Mets going for the three-peat. And look what a great season he's having. It hasn't impaired him. That's straight. That, hey, I can deal with that. But this, I can never deal with. When they were in their prime for the New York Yankees wearing the pinstripes, it was uh, A-Royd, it up, and Jeter. Oh, everybody loved Jeter. He was the All-American player. Oh, the girls would wear number two. Oh, Jeter, Jeter, Jeter. I said then, I hated both of these guys with a passion. And then all of a sudden, the Yankees, hey, they decided we're going to bring A-Royd over. And even though Aroyd was a better shortstop from the Seattle Mariners than Jeter was for the Yankees, he said, a Roy, you're going to have to play third base. And it was like mixing ammonia and bleach. And a Roy said in some article that he wasn't all that uh, enamored with Derek Jeter. He didn't drink uh, the Kool-Aid about Derek Jeter. And he was ostracized. And then they took the wrecking ball to the house that Ruth built, the old Yankee Stadium, which should have stayed. That was the tradition. And then across the street, they built the new Yankee Stadium in the time of a Roy and Cheetah. And it's a mall. It's a mall. It's not even a baseball stadium. And the players, they don't ever have to see the fans or touch the fans. They drive right into the bowels of the new Yankee Stadium. Where's the old Yankee Stadium? They would drive over into the parking lot, and they would have to walk over through the fans and network with them. And the worst ones were A-Royd and Cheetah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'd ask a question to uh, Derek Cheetah. He said nothing. You could have been standing there in the clubhouse for 20 minutes Asking him a question, and he said nothing about nothing. And A-Roy, he would always lie, lie, lie. oh, my cousin Yuri, he said it was vitamin B, 12 shots in Santo Domingo. He lied, lied, lied. He, He went to Major League Baseball. He accused them of being racist. Remember, Hispanics across America. Oh, that's right, that fake, phony, fortunate organization run by Fernando Mateo, the guy that I crushed in the Republican primary. How much did he get paid off? And now all of a sudden, after all these years, they're lovey-dovey. And then all of a sudden they said, oh, we had a few cocktails before we did this interview with ESPN. I love you. You love me like Barney. And I hated Barney, too. So this justifies my hate, my malicious malice towards Derek Jeter before and a back when people were worshiping at their baseball statues. Hey. Is Derek Jeter going to show up when they honor Paul O'Neill and retire his uh, number? And they make him do it in a bubble. They don't want anybody around him because he's not vexed. i bet you he won't be there, nor will Mariano. You know, I'm that close to no longer being a tried-and-true Yankee fan. And, might I add, now that they're in their descent, as long as Aaron Boone is the manager, they'll never get into the World Series. Never. Jeter, I always hated you. Hey Roy, I always hated you. And now, together forever, I hate you both even more than before.